Hello, and welcome to another episode of the WLC Podcast, hosted by me, Wendy Lloyd Curley, a consultant and leader in direct selling. The goal of this podcast is to help consultants and leaders in direct sales and party plan to be more confident, professional, and confident in their business. And yes, I said confident twice. It's available on my team's online training portal, or you can subscribe on iTunes. Now, I like to start my podcasts with a one-breath meditation for all of us to take a big, deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Okay, here we go. Oh, that's better. This is part two of a podcast about getting confidence in your business. And in the first podcast, I talked all about the retail sales model, a bricks and mortar store, and all of the different cost elements that would go into it. In this podcast, I'm going to talk more about the direct selling model and what all of the costs are associated with setting up a direct sales model. But I'm not going to be speaking from the consultant's perspective. Instead, I'm going to be speaking from the company's perspective. Because what I want us in the end to be really confident in is the fact that the company that chooses a direct sales model has done so strategically. They believe that their products are best distributed this way over the retail market. All right, so now that we've discussed the retail market, let's go into what it takes to set up a proper direct selling company. Of course, you need a product, and the product situation is actually very similar between the two. You want a product that is unique. You want a product that has value. You want a product that people are interested in. You want a product that has benefits and features that are exciting for the consumer. You want a product that is ethically sourced. You want a product that is economically sourced. You want a product that is going to be able to be distributed and sold easily. So there's not much difference in the product side of it. There there can be elements of cost and value and quality that may be different. And we'll talk about that later. But Basically, the products may be identical. All right, you need a distribution center. We do not have people coming to us. We go to the people. That's what direct sales is all about. And so in this instance, we need a distribution center of some sort. Now, in some instances, this distribution center is simply going to be email or or electronic Uh, correspondence. It might be a database and a repository for information that people can hold in a cloud environment or in in a server environment. But in a lot of instances and in most party plan businesses, it's actually a product, a tangible physical product that needs to be stored somewhere. It needs to be brought in from the suppliers, stored, and then it needs to have a distribution center that can pick and pack those products and then put them into a box that they get mailed to the end user. So that is a really important element of it, and it costs quite a bit of money to have a warehouse like that. Usually you need pallets, and you need stacking shelves, you need a, uh, a pallet machine that's going to actually come and take the products 
and and put them onto those shelves you need people in that environment you need conveyor belts you need boxes you need packing equipment you need tape you need uh, some sort of connection with the post office probably and you also need trucks and those trucks are either going to take the products themselves or you're going to have delivery vehicles that are arriving coming up to the distribution center taking the products and then getting them out to the customers so it's a very busy place a distribution center Working backwards, we also need back-end support for marketing. Now, the marketing is a little bit different in a direct selling industry, but you still need some basic things. You probably need an internet site, a website that promotes your business and enables people to see the products that you sell and the business opportunity that is available. And both of those things are equally important in a direct selling business because the way that we grow the business is to get more people selling the products. So that is absolutely an important and critical element of it. So some of the marketing may be uh, internet based. Other elements of it might be print based and that's so that your direct sellers can take those printed products out to the world and use it to help market the products and the business opportunity that is available. All right there is also the ordering process. So you're going to need, and a business who is going to set up a party plan environment would need to develop a commission structure, a profit program, a way for people to make money that will enable the business to be profitable. It's an incredibly complex balance because we want to pay people enough to make it an attractive business opportunity for the distributors while at the same time maximizing the return to the company and that means balancing things very carefully. We also need to have all of our legal and accounting practices taken care of. So there's going to be legal costs associated with elements of it and there's also going to be of course bookkeeping and accounting elements associated with it. And last but not least I think a training environment is a really important part of a direct selling industry and yet it's not as complicated as a retail environment because the distributors who become leaders in their field are partly responsible for the training of new distributors. So where a company in the direct selling industry can prioritize their funding is in training their leaders and you will see that within your business now. I'm positive that I have not covered all of the little elements that are associated with setting up a direct selling program. However, a direct selling industry definitely needs a distribution center, definitely needs a profit program, definitely needs a way of marketing and selling their distribution model to the outside world, definitely needs a back-end office that's going to help pay the bills and distribute the wealth appropriately to both the distributors and to the owners and the managers. And these things are what make a direct selling business. In the next podcast, 
I'm going to compare and contrast the two and help bring this together because now that you know that a bricks and mortar company needs to think about bricks and mortar and employees and training and all of the other elements we talked about in podcast one and now that you know that a direct selling model is all about getting products out to customers and getting distributors to sell those products I think we're in a really good position to set up podcast three where now we can develop the confidence that our company no matter what we're selling has selected the right distribution model for our product and that we indeed have a legitimate business as a distributor selling those products that's all for this week this is wendy lloyd curley and you've listened to another wlc podcast thanks for listening See you next time.